0: Well, you and I stopped with second form Latin. Well,
1: it's going to get picked back up. It's on my to-do list. (laughs) It's on
0: my to-do list, too. I'm going to
1: call that that a bucket list, Okay, I do have a bucket list.
0: (laughs) I need to do it. Welcome to The Homeschool Journal, a show that unpacks the joys and journeys of the classical homeschool family. Here's your host, Carrie McGraw.
1: Okay, friends, welcome to the Homeschool Journal today, where I have back with us Tanya Charlton, who is our curriculum director here at Memorial Press. Now, let me gloat on Tanya for just a minute. Oh, don't. Oh, oh. I'll be gentle. I'll be gentle. (laughs) Tanya is just one of these people that you love to spend time with, and she is so full of knowledge and wisdom and the history of um, Memorial Press. And where we've come from, um, the history of Cheryl Lowe, our founder. And that is really important that we um, keep that alive. And Tanya is such a big part of that. And so I want to say thank you, Tanya, for all that you do. Well, it was an
0: accident. It wasn't.
1: I, well, I, I remember that. Now, if, if our friends will remember, we had you here, season one, for Why Study Latin. But we're going to come at it a little bit differently today. We're talking about. You know, classical education is, can it be classical if we don't have Latin? So we're going to kind of reverse our order. But before we do, let's talk about your accidental stumbling into (laughs) Mrs. Lowe when you were homeschooling. uh, You're Nick and Tyler.
0: So I had two children who were in the fourth grade and the first grade. Mm -hmm. And our school system was terrible and um Tanya Berry, our friend Tanya Berry, found Cheryl Lowe in the basement of a church Mm -hmm. and told her daughter and me that we needed to go hear her. So we went. I fell for every word she said, enrolled my children in her little one-day-a-week school, and somehow ended up teaching. That's another long story. Yeah, that
1: is a long story. Ended (laughs) up
0: teaching. Then I moved over to the press, and she basically mentored me. I was in her Latin class for two years. And so she mentored me in teaching and in, I mean, she just basically educated me because I didn't have a classical education, didn't even know what it was.
1: Well, me either. You know, and that's how I started was researching and finding
0: Mrs. Lowe. Right. Finding, we all found Mrs. That's, Lowe. We all
1: found Mrs. <laughs> There's got to be, maybe that's a whole podcast on how we found Mrs. Lowe. But <laughs> the, the focus of that is that Tanya has been with Mrs. Lowe from nearly the beginning beginning, mm-hmm. just so early in the development of Highlands Latin School, Moria Press, this classical education um, journey that she grew for us, um, and you grew with her. Yes, I'm very old. <laughs> well, I'm not far behind, Tanya, so let's be honest. <laughs> so today, you know, like I said, we, we did a two-part podcast in season one on why study Latin, and that was very full. We had to make two parts out of it. But today we're going to come at it from the opposite direction, which is, and I'm going to ask you this question and you can answer it, is it classical without Latin? No. Thank you. And a podcast. No. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done. Fastest podcast
0: in the world. <laughs> okay. 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 I'm going to but, get out of this frigid room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And go yeah. up
1: back upstairs where there's Poor heat. Poor Tanya. Down. Poor Tanya. But, you know, it's we 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 laugh at that. we um we we say quickly, no, And it is a quick answer for those of us who have been, you know, so invested in classical education for so long, um who've invested our children and our families in this, who've invested your life, you know, and now yes. you know your occupation
0: in this, and we shouldn't have to even say it right. And it shouldn't even be a question. It was never Latin was never separated from a classical mm-hmm. education. It's a question because, Now, so many people are separating it. And it's never been separated before. But when other companies are saying, Mm,
1: you can have a classical
0: education without Latin, so it's okay if you can't get to Latin, drop it. and Then we are forced to say... That's wrong. No,
1: right. And and that's not what we believe of classical education. Right. And what we have worked and what Mrs. Low founded. That's right. So, in this conversation, you know, while we have families that that watch and listen that have been with us for years, fully vested like we are. Yes. We also have new families. So, this conversation is meant to take us through, you know, why? Why would we say, "No, you have to have Latin?" Why is Latin such an integral part of a classical education. Now, for me, Tanya, to to get to that answer, I I kind of have to go backwards a little bit. I have to um, talk about well, okay, let's understand what classical education is to get to the answer of why Latin is mm-hmm. an integral part of it. Sure. So so let's go there. What would Memoria Press
0: say classical education is? Can I read Cheryl's definition? You can read
1: anything you want. (laughs) So shortly
0: before Cheryl died, she started writing a book on classical education. And I found it after her—I knew she was starting on it, and we knew she wouldn't finish it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did find this, and this is literally her short definition. The essential core of classical Christian education is the study of Latin and the classical civilizations of Greece and Rome. Now, she always added when she was speaking, and Greek, if you can get to it. That's right. (laughs) Um, And she goes on to talk about how it's been around for 2,500 years, never changed, always the same, invented by the Greeks, imitated and expanded by the Romans, preserved by the monks of the Middle Ages, had a rebirth at the Renaissance. And then in the middle of the 20th century, something happened and we dropped it. And then she goes on to say, I don't think we are at liberty to redefine it. I think that core has to be there in order to justify the word classical in classical Christian education, that Latin is an essential part of it. And I also like Tracy Lee Simmons' definition of a— A classical curriculum being grounded Mm -hmm. upon Greek and Latin and the study of the civilizations from which they arose. I love that word grounded, Mm -hmm. that it's grounded in it.
1: Well, that and what Mrs. Lowe has said, and we've spoken of before about we are not at liberty to
0: To to redefine redefine (laughs) this.
1: I mean, (laughs) who do
0: we think we are? Thank
1: you. (laughs) Thank you. When we, this was the education of. Thousands of years. Right. And the greatest thinkers, minds, orators, um, politicians, even into what we would consider modern-day history, uh, this was the education of our founding fathers,
0: C.S. Lewis, Winston Churchill. So many people. So— Because it was just the common education. Right
1: and and yet like you said in the uh early 20th century we messed it up
0: but we're bringing it back we're bringing it back and that
1: is part of the goal of memoria press you know our um our motto is saving western civilization one student at a time and for me at the at the at the very core of of her beautiful words and and his and Tracy Lynn Simmons as well is the passing on for me of the 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 culture of the Christian West, and that's what education needs to be. It what what it was, but if you look out in the world, that's not what we have, right? But it's what we have. That's what Memorial Press has, right? That's right. And and so, and I love that you brought up Tracy Lee Simmons. This is, and I and I'm sure that we will refer to to his work again as we go through this conversation. But his book, Climbing Parnassus, which you brought with you. Um,
0: you know, is is one of the ones I would tell anyone to read. It was my first book on classical education mm-hmm. that Cheryl told me to read when she recognized that I knew nothing about it. <laughs> and um, and it was life-changing for me. I mean, it really did. I believed everything that she said, but it really did set the foundation for me to to understand it better. Mm-hmm. And it's the first book i recommend I recommend to anybody who really wants to know more about classical education. And it is the 20th anniversary yes. of climbing Parnassus, so we're going to be celebrating that at this our conference summer. this summer. Mm-hmm. Yes, In July, right. Yes, so we're excited about that.
1: But one of the things that um, I've, I've heard Martin say is that, you know, classical education is a training in how to think mm-hmm. and what to do. And right. to me,
0: you know, that's wisdom and yes. virtue. It's really sitting at the feet of giants. It, you know, like Alexander the Great sat at the feet of Aristotle. Um, like Demosthenes mm-hmm. wanted to be a great orator, and he was a terrible speaker, and he copied the speeches of Thucydides eight, eight times, times in order to learn. We've, all, we've both done our famous <laughs> men of Greece. <laughs> and, I mean, that's what we're doing is sitting at the feet of giants, and why would we reinvent that wheel? Mm-hmm. Why not take what they can give us mm-hmm. and... And continue to pass it on. Continue to pass it on because it's so valuable. The mistakes that they made, the things they did well, what it means to be noble, to be virtuous. What it means to be a traitor,
1: right? All of those
0: things are just packed in there. I mean,
1: to study to study virtue doesn't mean. I mean, it means that you're also studying the
0: mistakes. That's right. You know, um, and
1: hopefully won't make them again. That's, and and that's part of passing on the culture is understanding where we came from, mm-hmm. so that we see who we are and where we're going. Yes, and unfortunately, I'm, I worry about
0: where we're going sometimes. Well, we do <laughs> worry about where we're going, but people have been there before. I want <clears throat> to. Also, I found this great quote. Excuse me while I flip through climbing Parnassus. But I love all the tabs well, in your book. Well, this is, the point is, you know, that he, one of the points he makes is that we're not alone. We realize when we study ancient civilizations that we are not alone. He says, the history of the Greeks and Romans demonstrated with unfailing and discomforting consistency that we are not alone, that men and women have faced like, predicaments before. And I think that's a huge part of it for me and for my children was for them to recognize, you know, I, I really appreciated that recognition that, that they're not alone and that we are, you know, just like in this world that mm-hmm. doesn't have a history of mistakes and great Feets. And, you know, our founding fathers recognized that. And used it in founding the nation. Yes. <laughs> so. Yes, they did.
1: Um, so, and Latin is such a part of that. Latin um, gives us the opportunity to converse with the past, um, and and but also, I mean, and this gets a little bit further in the conversation, to converse with the, the present— um, you know, in, in our romance languages. Now that gets into why study language. Right. Or Latin. We won't go That's there. Right. But so but but Latin is one of those links um to understanding we've done this before as a people. Mm-hmm. You know, what did we learn the first time around? And if we don't take those lessons,
0: right. where are we ending up? <laughs> I um have this great um little Excerpt from Climbing Parnassus, where he talks, he loves Homer mm-hmm. and he talks about Homer kind of going out of favor for a few centuries. And then in the 1870s at Eton, they brought it back. They brought him back and started reading them. And I love this. Then I've used this before that Tracy said, Homer said high things beautifully. Mm. But then he goes on to make the point that when when these students started reading Homer again and they had all of the stories and all of the things that Homer taught through the stories of the Iliad and Odyssey, that he basically had given a vocabulary to all the young men about their agonies during world war one. So he takes it back to those soldiers who had read Homer Mm -hmm. and they're sitting in those trenches and they're um. Watching people be killed all around them, and but they've got, they've got that common manhood with Homer mm-hmm. and all of his characters, and I thought that was a really good way. And they feel an ancestry to can like a real yes, a real connection between the past and the present. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really just really powerful. And I
1: think that that's part of you know why why do we pass on. Uh, the culture of the Christian West. Why is that so important? If we say that that is um, what a lot of what classical education is, which is passing on the culture of the Christian West, why is that so important? Well, I mean, that's exactly what you're you're pointing to is it's not just important as a culture and as a society, it's important as an individual.
0: Yes. And I really feel like that's a gift we've given our children. I do too. I really do. I, I am so thankful that they have that gift, and they bring things up. I mean, they remember. They do all those More characters oh, and heavens. those things that happened, and and, and it's they just, make connections. Yeah, even they do. even the young
1: ones. Even you know, being on like like uh, the Facebook uh, families group for um, our Memorial Press families. I mean, parents talk about the yes. connections even their
0: young ones it's make. It's so fun, right?
1: So so where does okay? We've talked a lot about classical education, what it is. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I and I want to say thank you for letting me take us there, because I feel like it's—you've it's, got to have that foundation to understand where Latin fits in. Right. You know, so let's come back to, if we say that you can't have classical education without Latin, we are distressed as <laughs> moms, as a company, that others are saying, oh, sure, you can kind of put it on the side right. burner. You know, we're saying, no, and yelling it from the rooftops, where does Latin— fit in, Tanya, to all of this?
0: Ultimately, our goal is for our students to be able to read primary authors in Latin. And that was Cheryl's goal. When she started her little cottage school that exploded, Mm -hmm. that wasn't her goal. Her goal wasn't to have a school with 700 students. Mm -hmm. It was that everybody needed to study Latin and to be educated. And you truly weren't if you didn't. Because you needed to get to the point in high school where you could read authors in their original language. And those great authors, were writ- they were writing in Latin. So if you didn't have Latin, then you wouldn't ever be able to read them. And so she thought they needed to start really young in order to get there to be able to do it. And we've done it. You know, our students read Cicero and Caesar and... Ovid and you know the culmination is Virgil's Aeneid, right? Um, so we get there, but it's a lot of you know, it's a lot of years of Latin, but um, that really is the ultimate goal. There, you know, we've got the other podcast that tells you all the many, all the, many, the reasons, many, many why. reasons why <laughs> that's right, but but it really is to be classically educated, would be to be able to not read a translation of Those authors, but to, but to read them in their the original, original text, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and again, but in in so doing, you're. I'm going to go back to the same. I'm going to harp on the same point. You're connecting through Latin to history. You're connecting yes. to the past. That's right. Um, and and so and and yes, there are so many. And I don't want to get into the reasons why I study Latin because we did a two part podcast on it's that. It's hard one. not Somebody, to. Everybody, this. go back and listen to that one, please. Right. <laughs> you know, find season one and go back and listen to uh, these incredible reasons that we laid out. You know, as to why. But and and they are part of the. You know, why is it such a, an important part of classical education? Um, but those original texts thank you for bringing um that up you know it's it's also and this is part of the reason why she said you know start young it's it's really the original critical thinking
0: skill it is it absolutely is it forms the mind it puts uh, she always said little cubbies in your in your mind because it it really is training your brain. I have said
1: file drawers. It's so <laughs> hard.
0: I mean, it is so. When I tried to do, um, when I was in her Latin class, I would, when she would call on me to like to parse a word, I would have to literally go in my head through the entire, <laughs> like if it was a noun, through the entire declension till I got to the, mm-hmm. the part that would be my ending. Mm hmm. And it just really, I mean, she would just shake her head and laugh because the students could do it like that. Right. But my brain was older. My brain cells were dying. Well. <laughs> and, and I literally had to go through, I mean, it's like a puzzle. But it is so structured and so disciplined that it makes the perfect hard thing to study.
1: Well, and hard things are
0: Good things. They are good things, and and we do hard things. And if you know, if you can do, if you can translate the Aeneid, you can do anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll admit, I'm not there. <laughs> no, me neither. But, you know, I don't think
0: I'm going to get but there. But we
1: have had, and our parents have have are seeing and the, and they understand the wisdom of wanting that for their for their children. Yes, you know that's something else too. And you said this early on. You, neither you nor I had any clue what classical education. That's was right. until we were seeking for our own children, um, that truth, that goodness, and that beauty that classical education brings, and Latin, you know, being that 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 gram,
0: grammatical structure, that that language of, of truth, you yes. know, it's like math. <laughs> well, it is like math, and you know, people say people call us all the time and say, you know, my child hates Latin, and um, so we're going to stop. You know, they may hate math, but you don't stop math. So why would you stop Latin? Right. If you really believe that in order to be truly educated, you need that background. So if a parent asks, you know, how far do we really go, you know? And different people get further than others. Obviously, you and I stopped with second form Latin. Well, it's going to get picked back up. It's on my to-do list. (laughs) It's on my to-do list, too. I'm going to call that a bucket list, okay? I do have a bucket list. (laughs) I need to do it. I don't know why I told Mitchell I'd take that Greek class. That is crazy. (laughs) I am not ready for
1: Greek. You know, we talk about, um, and you said this, it's it's a hard thing to do.
0: It Mm. is. And not everybody's going to translate. Mm Mm-mm. And my children were not good Latin students. They didn't. My children, neither one of them got to the Aeneid. They translated Caesar and Cicero because they were forced. <laughs> but, but, you know, they didn't do it well. Mm-hmm. But still, it was of benefit to them.
1: Amen. I mean, I'm in the middle of it right now. My ninth grader is in Caesar. Yes. And and I'm going to tell you, it's not a lot of it's not fun, fun right now. Right.
0: <laughs> but But sh- the joy— the joy of, of accomplishing it mm-hmm. and just knowing that you know you have as a parent to be bought in to the value of it amen or you're not going to be able to continue it on no and you're not going to be able to articulate it to your child That's as right. well and they need to hear
1: that they need to hear there is value to the hill that you are climbing yes and um and they need to be reminded of it several times throughout the school oh, year <laughs> yes there is great value so um, again, can, let me like, you have shared some quotes. Let me share one, and this one this one kind of goes back a little bit, but it is another Tracy Lee Simmons. If y'all can't tell, this is like <laughs> the Tracy know, Lee the Simmons, Simmons Fan show. Club. Yeah,
0: right.
1: <laughs> I think we've called this our Bible of classical <laughs> education, yes. right? Okay, I'm not trying to. know really the Bible comes first. Me. The Bible comes first. But um, and, and this is something from his book that struck me. It says, "Here we see that a key purpose of education is a fundamentally conservative." Or preservative one. Education should preserve and transmit the past so that cultural memory is lengthened, and so that descendants will not be left to rediscover human truths already endured and expressed by eloquent forebears. I can't put anything that eloquently, that's for sure, but
0: Tracy Lee Simmons can. (laughs) Which is why we quote him. That's right. Why we're not reinventing the wheel. We're not reinventing the wheel. There's no reason to. He said it so
1: well. Today, we're just hoping to help our homeschool parents articulate why Latin, you know, why classical
0: education. Let me read one of Cheryl's that I find really good, too, about why. Uh, She says, a classical education is a superior education. It gives students the background needed to understand the modern world. Mm -hmm. Without this background, our people are tossed about by any new idea. Oh, heavens. For they have been given no wisdom from the past to prepare them to act wisely in the difficult task of discerning the present and future. Isn't that Right?
1: Is it possible to make a button out of that one? Can you just wear it? <laughs> about by any new idea. You know, I might have to take that, stick it in my
0: wallet, and just hand it out when people That's ask. That's right. You know, That's right. And uh, then I've got this little handwritten. Look at that. Oh,
1: how beautiful.
0: And it's just a note. Like, this page is full of notes. Can they see this? Yes, I mean, it's just yes, literally full yes, of notes that watching. are random. They aren't really, like, I've just got so many of these little, like, sound bites but this one, she says, what prepares students for the future is not what is new, but what is old and changeless, the permanent, timeless things that never change. It is these things that never change that prepare you for a rapidly changing world, for they never change, and the new and fashionable soon become old and outdated.
1: Absolutely. I would say to parents that are discovering classical education or, you know, still in the early years, you know, it's not just, it's not just the new thing to do. This no, is timeless. It is, and it connects us with our forebears. So let's 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 go into and and finish out here with some some hope, some words of wisdom, some words of encouragement to our families who are in the trenches. Okay, going back to our World War, um, you know, veterans and your story on Homer. Um, you're in the, the, our families are in the trenches. Let's just paint this story. Um, they're either having to convince an older child to get through it. They're starting it off with a younger child. Um, They're in the middle of it with, you know, a fourth or fifth grader. They don't know it. Mm -hmm. They're watching maybe the the videos as they go. They're learning as they go. They're trying to pre-read the lesson. You know, and here what we have said is the ultimate goal would be to read the original text. But, Tanya, what if you can't get there?
0: That's okay. And not everybody does get there. But— Anything at all that you do with Latin is of benefit. And so you may not translate Virgil, but your student is going to be to understand what an organized language looks like. And have, I mean, there's so many benefits that are in the other podcast. I keep, I keep wanting <laughs> I to spit them out, but I don't, I know that's not what this is. But it really is. Any Latin that they do is beneficial, and it's worth sticking to. I mean, my my son's Henley book, every other page says, I hate Latin. I, you know, he was— I have some of that, too. I kept that. <laughs>
1: I kept He too. <laughs> literally
0: hated it for the 10 years that he took it. And it was a battle, but, you know, you have to choose your battles, and that, for me, was, was non-negotiable. That's right. But part of the reason it was non-negotiable is because it was non-negotiable for Cheryl Lowe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I was lucky— that i had her pushing me to you know it meant so much to her and it was she was so passionate about it and truly believed that you had to have it for to those, be educated for
1: those of us who are under her wings i mean yes. she just pulled so us along so that's a
0: huge advantage and and i feel the burden of trying to pass that on and and have that kind of dedication to that message.
1: Well, that's why I started with a big old tout on Tanya, because you are carrying that well, on. I'm and trying. You
0: are. <laughs> I'm not Cheryl Lowe, though, by any means. So this hard
1: thing that we're asking families to do and sometimes it's easy and, and it is joyful. It's oh, not some that there's no joy in love it. it. Right. Why didn't I
0: get one of those students? Oh,
1: well, I got two. I'm at 50%. Well, that's <laughs> better than I did. So, but, you know, this this the thing that can have great joy because of accomplishment. We've said that. But it is a hard thing. There's value as we've said in doing. Oh, yes. Something hard. Absolutely.
0: So our final encouragement to our parents, what would you want to say? Well, I want to quote Tracy Lee Simmons one more time. Can I (laughs) quote him one more time? Bryce, you can cut whatever you want to, but I'm I'm just, um, I just can't say it as well as he does. He says, and this helped me in those years, anything worth knowing comes to be known at a price, often an exacting one paid over many years. The consequences reach far. People have a common culture. We're giving our students a common culture with their ancestors and making that connection that I, as I get older, see is so important is to have that connection with the past. I'm going to say, when I was a
1: young mom, I wouldn't have... That wasn't on the list of priorities. Oh, me neither. I was happy to get through the lessons for the day. Yes. And the laundry. And maybe the floor got swept while the baby was, you know, crawling all over it. I mean, (laughs) that wasn't what I was thinking. But you're right. Now, at the stage that I'm at, I can look back and go, thank you, God. Thank you that you put Cheryl Lowe in my path. Thank you that you opened me up to classical education. Thank you that you opened my family and my children up to Latin. I've not gone far enough, I will admit that, but it is a matter of praise and thanksgiving for me that this has been part of the rearing of my children. As we as we finish out um, today, I just want our parents to hear it is, it may be hard, but it is worthy. And it is that connection with the root of our culture, the root of our language. And you cannot have classical education without Latin. That's right. (laughs) Tanya, thank you so much for spending this time with me today.
0: Thank Um, you. It was fun. Okay.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Homeschool Journal. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you get your podcasts. If you like our episodes, consider leaving us a positive review and sharing it with a friend. Help us to find more friends to join our homeschool family. I want to give a huge thank you to the Memoria Press Podcast Network for hosting our show and ask that you check out all of our great podcasts there. As always, I'm Carrie McGraw. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.
0: You've been listening to the Memoria Press Podcast Network, providing a classical Christian perspective on the world of education. To learn more about Memoria Press, visit memoriapress.com. To connect with us, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.